Well, Merry Christmas all. We're, um, what a wonderful day to celebrate together. William Shakespeare, author of Romeo and Juliet, asked Juliet to say these words. What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Now, on face value, old Shakespeare was saying names don't matter. You could call a rose anything. But the reality was that names mattered enormously for Juliet, who was a Capulet, and Romeo, a Montague. What's in a name? Well, it's your family identity if you're a Packer, a Gambino, a Wiradjuri, or the House of Windsor. It can be the source of wonderful memes. The French goalkeeper, Dominic Dropsy, or Baz Aldrin's mother, Miss Moon. It can describe who you may become. If your name's Sophia this morning, you may become wise. If you're Aaron, enlightened. If you're an Olivia, you're either a strong army or an elf army. I don't know about that one. Or if you're Caesar this morning, you are hairy. Now, in our culture, we don't put much value into names, do we? If you're a kid here this morning, you just got the name your parent gave you. And any little babies born this year, when you go to kindy in 2027, there is going to be a tribe in your class of Olivers, Noahs, Jacks, Islas and Charlottes. Over the last couple of months, there's been one name that has been bouncing around our brains. You will have found yourself humming this name, even singing the name as you put the washing out or as you pushed your trolley up and down Woolies for the 18th time. It's the name of Jesus. His name is so familiar, isn't it? O holy child of Bethlehem, O come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. But where we stand in relationship to that name is a different matter. The name of Jesus may trouble you just like it did King Herod 2,000 years ago. As you come to church this morning, you think the idea of another king, someone who wants to have a say in my life, that's actually really troubling to me. So I'm really glad Christmas only comes up once a year. Some of us come to church this morning and we're overawed like the shepherds. Jesus is so different, it's hard to grasp. Some of us are compelled to worship Jesus like the wise men. And for some of you, that draws you to church once a year. The rest of us, if we're honest, are just not sure what to make of Jesus. Who is this child? Why has he appeared? You know, the answer is in his name. In Israelite culture, your name described your person. And in our passage, the Christmas baby is described by two names, which help us see clearly who he is. The first name is Emmanuel. Now, 2020 and 2021, if that was all about separation and distance, 2022 has been all about reunion reconnection and coming together and as convenient as it was for you and me to work at home in our uggies 
we lost a part of who we were when we relate to people through perspex shields or across hard borders. We're made to be together. And so the great prophets of our modern time, the Coles Marketing Department, nails it again in 2022. Have a look at this. brilliant, isn't it? The ad captures the abundant joy that you and I have felt, big and small ways, of reconnection in 2022, of togetherness and of ham served by Curtis. It resonates with us, doesn't it? Because we come here this morning with different levels of disconnectedness. Some of you are still experiencing the ripple effects of COVID where you still can't see people. Others of us know that Christmas is messy and we experience disconnectedness in our family and friends. All of us, whether we're conscious conscious or unconscious about this, live with distance between us and God. And so we come here this morning totally dissatisfied with the secular narrative that this is all there is, what you see and touch is all there is, and that there is no God. Because eternity, it kind of taps in our heart. And so as we celebrate West Christmas, Western culture is desperately seeking answers and meaning and purpose from a maker, from the universe, from ourselves, from a force, from a comforter. Yet there's always distance. That's why Christmas is so special. Because it is the grand story of reconnection and reunion. Christmas is not the story of humans seeking God as if God plays a rude game of hide and seek. The Christmas story in the Bible is God seeking you. See it there in the passage? The virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son and they will name him Emmanuel which is translated, God is with us. God's pursuit, it's not mystical, it's historical. It involved a special lineage, the family line of David. It involved old and specific promises, like the one we read in Isaiah from 734 BC. But 2,000 years ago, God turned up. There was a literal virgin. Mary gave birth to a son. God interfered with his creation to send his own son into the creation. Now, if it wasn't true, Mary surely would have come up with a better better excuse for being pregnant. 
I'm sorry I had an affair or worse. But as we heard Ellie read, she doesn't. She declares this is the work of the Lord. If it wasn't true, Joseph would have just broken up with her. But he changed his mind. Why? Because God persuaded him that this was God's work. And so beautifully, Joseph stayed with his wife and honoured her. And that baby, it grew into a toddler, it grew into a teenager, it grew into an adult, and his life was perfect. His words were perfect. His death, a perfect sacrifice. His return three days later, the perfect victory. The life of Jesus proves that he was God with us. At the very first Christmas, God humbly stepped onto the world stage. He stepped into a manger. The manger was the place you put animals. It was the bottom of the world. And at the very moment Emperor Augustus was flexing his muscles, God entered the mess just as he said he would. He entered the mess to reconnect with me and with you in our messy lives, not after we clean ourselves up. He came so there'd be no more distance, no more searching, no more fear. Who is the child? He is Emmanuel, God with us. The second name is the name that was on the Christmas baby's wrist tag. See it there? She will give birth to a son and you are to name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Lucky parents. The angels made naming this baby very easy. You are to name him Jesus. Why, Mary and Joseph said. Why? Because his name means God our Saviour. There's no question our world needs saving, isn't it? As the war continues in Ukraine this morning, this world needs saving. As another set of climate talks finish this year, this world needs saving. As global debt, global poverty, global anxiety rise, this world needs saving. Actually, if you were to put a pin in any moment in world history, this world needs saving. And gosh, it's embarrassing, isn't it? It is embarrassing in 2022 that after all this time and all of our progress and technology, that we cannot live in peace. We cannot live with equity. And today we can send an email instantly across the world. Yet for some of us, communicating across the Christmas table will be very hard today. At Christmas, we get an answer to the why. The God of the Bible says that at the centre of every crisis and calamity, whether it's Ukraine or the mess in your family, is sin. Now, the word sin brings up those naughty but nice ideas this morning, doesn't it? It's, I'm going to eat too much ham today. That's a sin. Or I opened my Christmas presents two days ago. Whoops. Or I'm going to listen to Michael Bublé sing Christmas songs. That's a sin. <laughs> the reality of sin is different, isn't it? The reality of sin is vertical 
before it's horizontal. Sin in the Bible is when we willingly choose to reject God and live our own way. And you and me, we do it every day. And that decision to go our own way, not God's way, that creates the distance we experience with God. But it also impacts every part of creation. Our sin is like pollution. It creeps into everything. Sin is in every relationship you have. It's in every decision you make. Your sin breaks good things and it hurts others. And you and me, we can try and ignore it or justify it, but it is always there. We need saving. Not ultimately from patriarchy. Not ultimately from colonialism. Not ultimately from conservative or progressive politics. We need saving from sin, our sin. Look what the angel said. Name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. At the first Christmas, God turned up to save us. He didn't do it like an influencer. He didn't do it like a billionaire. He saved us from below, from the manger, with shepherds as first responders. Jesus saves not by telling you to get better this Christmas. Jesus saves by getting his hands dirty. Jesus conquers sin by humbling himself. Jesus mends the world by being wounded. Jesus saves the world of sin by sacrificing himself on the cross at the first Easter to pay the punishment that you and I deserve. Born that man no more may die, born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth, hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. The history of the world is human beings putting themselves in the place that God alone deserves, the place of majesty and authority. The wonderful story of Christmas is this. God puts himself in the place that you and me deserve, the place of punishment for our sin. Who's the child? It's Jesus, God the Saviour. What's in a name? Do you know that today there are 8 billion people on earth? 8 billion names. Each one of those is made in the image of God. You're made in the image of God and that gives you intrinsic worth. And you and me and 8 billion others, we are craving for connection in 2022. We are craving for connection with our maker and we are burdened by the brokenness of this world. Christmas is the hope of the world. God has turned up not, to, not just to add another band-aid to our problems. God has turned up to reunite himself with sinful people. So if you are here this morning and there is a big cloud between you and God, God wants to remove it. And he invites you to enter into a permanent, close relationship with him from now to eternity. How? By calling on the name of Jesus. As Christians have said for 2,000 years, repent and be baptized each of you 
in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is God in us. What is the name of Jesus to you? Don't just hum his name as you go to Woolies. Don't just know the story. Read the story. Please take a Bible home if you don't have one and read his story. Assess his claims and then jump into life with him. Meet Jesus at the manger. Meet Jesus at the cross. Meet Jesus in forgiveness. Meet Jesus in a restored relationship. Who's the child? He is Jesus, God the Saviour, Emmanuel.